0: day topics and issues in our lives encouraging and uplifting and now without further ado introducing tika talks
1: Ah, hello 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 great people i am tamika Maribel king thank you for tuning in to tika talks happy sunday hope your day is going well um yeah y'all already know who's on the side of me mr philip king tell the people hey baby what's
0: going on everybody
1: so, this week, uh, this Sunday, let me just say, y'all, that God is <laughs> changing and shifting some things in your life. I'm speaking directly to you. If you wish to receive it, please do. But the thing is, there are some of us who have God boxed in, and we have all these limits on Him, and we are unable to see past what we see in the natural, and it is really messing us up. If you could take... The limits off, take the restrictions off of who God is and what he is capable of doing. Y'all, if you would just check your life and what you've already been through, where you've been, how you've come out of some of the things that you've experienced, things that people may not even know about, but yet you know how God has helped you, blessed you, kept you, allowed you to get through these different circumstances. So why are we acting like he is not capable Of doing the things that he's promised you the promises that you read in the word the promises that some prophets have already shared with you the things that God has revealed to you himself and yet you continue to sleep on yourself you continue to sleep on God and then you're wondering Uh, You're feeling frustrated and upset thinking, well, he just has forgot about me. He's just not paying me no mind. He's not doing anything that I thought he'd be doing for me in this particular season. And so you feel like I'm just walking around the same things, doing the same exact thing, having the same exact results. But it is only because of what limits you've placed on him. And so whenever things are coming your way, you don't even see the opportunities that God is placing before you. Because you're so busy thinking, oh, well, God, only if it comes in a black box with a red bow on it. Am I going to receive it? Am I going to accept it? And he's like, well, I already sent it. It came in a brown box with no wrapping on it. But you don't see it and you don't get it. So I want to encourage you to stop trying to make it be what you think it should be. And to really align yourself with God so that whatever he sends your way, whatever he tells you, whatever he instructs you to do, that you will get up, plant your feet on the ground and start running for Jesus.
0: That's right, y'all. But uh, I'm sitting here thinking that she's talking that it's hard for a lot of us. It is. Like she said, you know, you can stand on you you read the word you know the promises that God has made and has promised you but it's hard for us to to live in that promise if we haven't received that promise if you get what i'm saying so you, you may know it but knowing it is it's not enough it's like you see it um you see it in something um i heard uh, a a preacher say uh like when you see like cancer awareness month you see all these pink ribbons you know people be wearing pink pink ribbons you see all this pink around you, but you don't really think about what it means or or just how significant it is until that, that disease comes to your front door or it, it may hit you or, or a loved one. And then, from then on, you'll look at that pink ribbon or when people are wearing that color, you'll look at it differently again because you've experienced or, or you've gotten a taste of what it really means or, or what it really feels like. Mm you know, for what people are, are standing for. And God promised you this, but until, you know, in, in, in our mind, until God answers that promise, how are we living? We're, we're not living as though we've received that, received that promise or that we believe that he's going to do this or do that. Some people, you know, you got to show some people, a lot of people, not some people, until it happens to them. We can see that, you know, the weatherman said a storm is coming. Uh, until that storm comes in and, and, and does something tragic to us, it's just, Lord, I'm going to pray for them people over there in Mississippi or I'm going to pray for them people over there in St. Louis. But when it hits our door, it's something different. And then you, you see firsthand exactly, you know, w- what the significance or the, the devastation could be. You know, so we hear and we see a lot of things, even when, you know, when it's right in front of our face, but do we actually live or believe some people is just got to slap us dead in our face, and sometimes the word of God is just that way. We read it all the time. We we hear preachers uh, say it all the time, but, you know, God, God will provide or, or God will make a way until he has to make that way for you. I don't think we'll, we'll appreciate, you know, j- just the, the value of God or the significance of what God can provide until you're actually in that situation and God has to show up and show out, you know, in in your Situation, but a lot of us are guilty, including ourselves it's I don't know we, we need to stop being or or be more cautious of the things that we see the the or the promises that we know God has made and know that we know that we know instead of living I like oh, I know that girl, but that that ain't how you're living you know it may happen to somebody else lord i I feel for such and such, but you know it, it really doesn't affect us or, or we don't appreciate it or honor it until it's right there in front of us.
1: It's the reason for me saying that you need to reflect back on you know the things that God has already gotten you through because it's true. You know, there are many things that we take for granted or that we don't uh see as significant as they really are. But when you look back over your own life, you look back over the lives of the people you're closely connected to, you know that God has done some great things, uh some miraculous things um In their lives and in your life. So I'm not saying that this anything that I (laughs) tell y'all to do many days is not even an easy task because it's never been easy for me. The walk that I've walked, the, you know, the journey that I've been on with God every day is definitely not easy. But I'm telling you, it's well worth it. You can sit around being miserable all the time, uh, being in a place where, you know, you're not growing and you're not developing. You're not even being stretched. You're just complacent, comfortable, uh, satisfied. But not really. You know what I'm saying? Like we'll say, oh, I'm okay. I'm fine. I'm happy with this. This is just what my life is supposed to be. When that ain't even the truth. You know, it's not the truth. There is something on the inside of you nudging you, pushing you, telling you, girl, get up, girl, go do this, girl, go do that. And you don't feel like you have the strength to do it or that you don't feel like you're adequate enough to do it. But I'm I'm here to remind you today that you are enough. You are adequate enough to fulfill the call on your life and to walk in the purpose Um, that God has placed on your life, you, this is individualized. So I'm talking directly to you. It's exactly what you need to know in this particular season, because it is going to hinder you. And it, there's a very thin wall in between where you are and where you're going. So if, if you decide, That I'm going to actually get up and I'm going to obey what the Lord is saying to me regarding my life. And I'm not looking at everybody else's life. I'm not asking people, well, what did he tell you to do? What did he tell you? You know, did he tell you to do this or that? No, I'm just going to focus on me. Focus on you. Be encouraged with that right there by itself Because you're important enough to focus on just you in this particular season. And then watch God send you on over and get over the hump that you've been sitting on the other side of.
0: She's right, y'all. I mean, we can't, you know, our, our focus needs, needs to be uh, on, on God or, or what's right there in front of us. Oh, yeah. Uh, Tika says, I think you said something about uh, focusing on right now, you know, like living in, in this moment. Oh, yeah. Instead of living in the past or living in in, 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 in tomorrow or. I said that yesterday. Or, or the things, yes. Yeah. Something like that. So we need to live right now. Present. And, yeah, in the present. Mm-hmm. Because. Tomorrow is not promised. Uh, the next hour is, is not promised. But a lot of people, you know, we sit down and we sit here with our arms folded. You know, as leg- our legs crossed, kick back like we have all the time in the world. We don't, y'all. Uh, time is actually so short uh, in hindsight. Mm-hmm. You know, we really don't know how much longer we're going to be here, how much longer we're going to be able to have an impact on our children's lives, on our parents if we still um, have living parents, you know. Time, we take a lot of it for granted, and that's all of us, including me and Tika. And we need to do more with what we have, what God mm-hmm. has gifted us, because that's what it is. Oh, Time yeah. is definitely a gift. When you, If you wake up every morning, it, it's another gift, another chance that God has given us to get it right, to to take, you know, hold and, and do something. Or, or like, like Tika said, obey. If he's giving you instruction on something, he's giving you another chance i'm going to obey god today you know Mm -hmm. i've been slacking you know i've been doing what i wanted to do i'm gonna do what i need to do now because we we just we think that we have so much time and we really we actually don't y'all we we all need to get uh we just need to recognize you know the importance or or just the how precious time is Mm -hmm. and i think that if we really did that that our lives will you know we would live our our lives differently we would, you know, cherish or value some of the things that you know that we blow off. Or, like Tika say, when when the kids come in the living room, we don't want to hear hear them all the time. But how are we gonna feel when the kids ain't coming in the living room no more? When when they're out on their own, you know, are you rather for them to be coming in the living room talking your head off? They're out here in the street somewhere, and, and you worried about what they doing, who they hanging with, what you know, they drinking, their mash, and talking their trash, or or whatever they're doing. But we take that stuff for granted. Oh yeah. If, if an older person comes up, and you know, and talks to you, Lord, here, here go Miss Hattie. God knows she gonna talk my head off. Why don't we cherish and listen to, to some of these older people instead of rushing them off, and, instead of blowing them to the side? You know, uh, you know, uh, I, these older people, they get enough blowing off or uh, enough people let you know tell them or remind them that oh you know you too old or, or lord and ain't nobody want to listen to what you got to say why don't we take that time to listen to some of the, some of this knowledge that we could we could be getting from uh these senior citizens mm-hmm. because you know we've all i've been guilty of it and i i try to be conscious of if somebody wants to talk to try to make the time you know we all get in a hurry from time to time but we don't have to rush everything away and I think, you know, we live in a society where that's exactly what we do. Every, everything is time-based. It's time-based. You know, we, we're in such a hurry to, to get back on that couch or to get back in that recliner instead of taking time to live and just enjoy, you know, the people and the and the things that are around us.
1: You see, it is such a huge blessing um, to have friends or family and for us to be able to sit and have a conversation with someone else, um, to laugh and, enjoy each other enjoy your children the things that they do while you're watching them read a book or they come in and try to tell you about their day but because you're tired from your work day because you carry all the stress from what you've experienced yourself you haven't learned how to manage uh what you go through on your job so you know you come home and then you take that out on your family and you don't you're short with them and you don't want to spend time with them i mean god is watching not only is he watching your kids are soaking that rejection up and so you know when people start to say or do things out outside of your presence they're more apt to get into situations that they should not get into because someone seems to accept them or someone tells them that they like them or they love them and then there, there you have another cycle of negativity and toxicity going on that you'll later have to try to help break when you could just be present in the moment i know i know you don't feel like it all the time but it matters so much y'all i mean if if every time i walk into the room and begin talking to philip he act like you don't want to hear what i got to say we're going to have a huge problem it'll be time to separate you know uh, that's what you're giving to your children that you don't feel like and you know you know what demeanor is like so when you walk into a room and start talking to somebody if they Act like they don't want to hear what you have to say. You already know it. Well, I ain't getting ready to talk to her, girl. She act like she got a problem today. In the same way, you know, give your children more of you. Be present, be loving, be kind. Start with yourself. When you get up in the morning and you pray and read or whatever your routine is, that's my routine. That's my favorite thing to do. When I get up and start my day that way, it actually helps me to navigate the remainder of my day so that whenever things are coming up against me that I don't like, that are trying to get me off course, trying to get me out of character, I handle it better. If I start my day with the Lord, if you know what I'm saying, I pray and then go into my day. So when I do that, it's on purpose. You got to figure out what works for you. What do I need to do in order to really start being a better version of myself? And how do I get there? Okay, then I'm going to take these steps, and every day, even on the days that I fail, I'm going to continue to try the next day. I'm going to continue to continue to try in the next moment, actually. I'm not going to wait till the following day. Let me get out of the funk right now, and I'm going to do the best I can right now.
0: She's right, y'all, and while she's sitting here talking, y'all, I'm, I'm sitting here thinking, God, God got to help me. And I know if he got to help me, he got to help a lot of y'all, because I'm definitely guilty of... You know, when I see a, a certain name pop up on my phone, I'm like, "Oh Lord," you know, what in the world they want now? Or, or you know, um, oh Lord, what what in the world she want now? Or what in the world he want now? I, I got to quit doing that, y'all. I got to, you know, be more conscious uh, of people or valuing people, mm-hmm. and 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 quit thinking that we're the only ones who are important, or or what other people have to say doesn't have any value when it, it does. It, you know, it may not mean the same to us, but, it, you know, it may mean so much to them. Right. So j- just giving somebody, just listening to somebody can, you know, make them have a better day, a better week by you answering the phone and just holding the conversation with them. Even, you know, I've heard some people, even when they spouse call, God knows what in the world my wife won't, man. Or, you know, what what you going to say when your wife don't call you no more? You know, we need to think, you know, about things or, th- or think of it, you know, in ways like that. Or when, you know, when your brother called, God knows what, where my brother want today. Okay, one day he ain't going to call you. You know, so, so we need to just be more conscious. I need to be more conscious of, of, you know, just giving my time, you know, to people who evidently they call you for a reason. You know, that there's something about you or a reason that they want to talk to you. So, you know, I got to be more conscious about giving my time to others, and I think a lot of us do because I I'm, I'm say that that hit me what I, you know, said, you know, right here was definitely a shot to me. So, it's definitely something that I'm going to work on it, and I think we all need to.
1: Absolutely. I believe that also, you know, we could um the the time we spend watching TV on our cell phones on social media, um some of us are just having unwholesome conversations. And so you know, minimize, start to decrease the amount of time you spend doing the things that really don't add to your life. So if I have a goal um, to earn a certain amount of money, to be in a certain position, not just, you know, in the natural, but also spiritually to be more closely connected to God, to be operating in my call at all times, to walk righteously and holy, and, you know, not be falling off the wagon every other day or every other week, whatever your case may be. Then you have to really work towards that. And the only way to gain the things that you are trying to get to is to be listening to the Lord, to be connected to him, communicating and reading his word, and then also doing the best you can in your natural self, trying to be more healthy, trying to be uh, more present. And listening, obeying, loving. I'm telling you, some of the things that you think are so hard, they will actually become way easier when you stop resisting. When you stop trying to say, okay, you know what, I don't want to do it like this. I don't want, you know, you're having a fit, having a tantrum. And God is like, it's not going to (laughs) change. You you aren't going to take an eraser and edit his plan for your life. It's going to be what he has already designed it to be. Unless you choose not to follow his plan. And then I'm telling you, you're just going to suffer unnecessarily and y'all that pain is so wasted you know pain does change us and I've had many things happen in my life that have grown me but there were also some times that I made some choices that Lord knows they were things that I really just had no business doing or had no 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 real reason to be in those places and you know you suffer because of that and you just I'm, I've grown But that's because I choose to grow. Some of us are like, nah, I don't want to be any better than I was 25 years ago. I'm cool with who I am, who I was. I'm just going to continue being this person. But you see very clearly that it doesn't add to your life and it's not getting you anywhere. So why stay there? You have the ability to change it right now, even if you spent the last 20, 40, 60 years being who you've been and you know that person is not who God has called you to be with whatever time that remains for your life, change it.
0: That's right, y'all. And we're all going to experience some pain. Um, like Tika said, she's grown from from some of those experiences. It's a personal choice. Mm-hmm. We can let pain you know, just stall us out and keep us in the same place or we can choose to let that pain grow us and, and learn something from every encounter. You know, even the ones that hurt, you know, Be conscious and try to learn something from uh, the failures that we have in life because we're not going to succeed or be successful 100% of the time. It's not going to happen, y'all. We're going to make mistakes. We're going to say something wrong to to certain people. We're going to make bad decisions sometimes. We're going to make, I'm talking about financially, we we may make bad decisions career-wise. Wasting time. I mean, yeah, wasting time, whatever it Mm. is. But we need to... You know, be conscious and learn from those mistakes. You know, if you keep doing them, I don't know. That's almost insane. You know, not quite the definition, but it's close enough. You know, if if, if you get tired of being tired, then you will change whatever it is that's going on. You know, some people, you just got to get sick and tired of being sick and tired. Mm -hmm. And then you will do something different. But if you keep doing the same thing, going back to the, the same home that's broken, uh, the same relationship that's broken, you know, whatever the case may be, you can't expect different results when you, you know it's already broken, but you're still choosing to go back and, and give that your energy and your time. So we, we got to learn from the things that hurt us and sometimes, oftentimes, move from them. Not just learn from them, but sometimes you got to move and that may hurt the most, especially when it comes to losing a friend or you know, a loved one or something like that. Some people, like I said, are only in our lives for a season. And when that season is up, it's hard for some people to, you know, let go. When God mm-hmm. is telling you, you know, look, it's time for you to move, you know, but, but we'll stay here and be stuck or stagnant, you know, for years and, and still keep this same set of friends that are, you know, keeping you right here in this same spot. And, you know, you need to be elevated or moving, you know, to the right. But you're going to stay left. Because you don't want to offend anyone, you don't want to uh, hurt anyone's feelings, you you don't want to uh, think that you you don't want people to think that you think that you're better than them or anything else. But if if God gives you the plan or, g- or gives you the instruction, trust me, and He He gonna give you a way to get out of that situation or away from that person without offending them.
1: I'm telling you right now, if the Lord say, let something go, it is going to be for your benefit to go ahead and let it go. Y'all, as we raise our children, we are in incur- even if you're not raising a child, if you have nieces, nephews or, you know, whatever the case, but you're an influence in their life. There are things that we will tell them because we are trying to protect them and take care of them. And so we already know what the outcome will be. If they do it their way. So that is why we instruct them, guide them and, you know, put the parameters up where, you know, hey, don't do this or don't do that because and then you explain that thing to them. So they get it the same way. God is just trying to tell you that there are some things that you now have to turn loose. You got to let go of and you got to start walking according to who you really are. You're the age to know that. So now you got to start to do it. I know this is my time. So I'm going to go ahead and shout out, um, Dr. Barbara Lee for yesterday's amazing prayer summons. Um, All the ladies who were on the roster who spoke, uh, prayed. Y'all, it was such an amazing event. And so the very next one that she gives, I'm going to talk about that in in hopes that more people will come out. There was a great turnout yesterday, but we'll just keep growing it. You know what I'm saying? And I want to shout out Della Goodman. I love you. Thank you for always supporting us and your encouragement constantly. We love you, um, and I also want to shout out Miss Sherry Leach. Love you so much. And then I want to tell y'all this last thing for our roll out that the Prince of Gospel Show is presenting the fifth annual Youth Revival. Um, it's Monday, May first through Thursday, May fourth. And Monday night is Minister Tyrone Stewart. Tuesday night is Minister Darian Best. We call him D. Mm -hmm. And Wednesday night is myself, Minister Tamika King. Y'all call me Tika Talks. And then on Thursday night, we have Elder Michael Moore. The location for the revival is Cedar Creek Missionary Baptist Church. It's located at 3675 Beulah Road in Clinton, North Carolina. The pastor is Reverend Alice J. Boykin, Michael's mother, with a sweet self. Shout out to you. It is going to be 7 p.m. nightly. So y'all show up, show out, you know, if you can't. Come through. Y'all say a prayer. Uh, but that's it. That's all. Um, I want you guys to do what you do best. That is being you. God bless you. Have an amazing week on purpose. Well, I said that's it, but hold on, y'all, because we got to wait for Michael to come back. Yeah,
0: anything else you out. got? in? Any- <laughs> uh, nah, if you can't make them all, you know, try not to miss them all. Amen. Starting tomorrow at 7 p.m., you know, try to be in the place. If you don't have anything to do, if you need a revival.
1: Tell them That's it. Bring well, your youngins up out there. That's
0: it. Michael told me to tell y'all one more time. If you can't make them all, don't miss them all. You know, some people need a revival. Tomorrow night, starting at 7 p.m., let's get revived. There you go.